to the garden. I am so excited. Sid, ah! you're back. I am. I'm here. I, I want to scream. So We're going to scream a lot. Yes. My, you guys turned on the volume maybe a little bit. I'm like literally reserving my voice trying to like be like, oh my God, but I'm so excited. So Sid was on almost exactly a year ago and you have had just the coolest evolution. How are you? You just celebrated you. your birthday. I did. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so I just turned 28 years young. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That's a special year. It is it? I think so. You think so? 28 was special for me. Okay, well. Um, I guess it's subjective. <laughs> I, I'm just glad to not be 27 anymore because 27 was the ghetto. And I'm just, yeah, I'm glad it's over. So, yes, for 28, a lot of new things have happened. <laughs> I know. 27 was the ghetto. Why? Yes. Um, you know, it's the start of your Saturn return. Um, I don't know if you know about, you know, your Saturn return in astrology and whatnot, but um, it's pretty much when uh, the planet Saturn returns back to the same point it was when you were born. Hmm. And it happens like every 27, eight, 28 years or so. And it's pretty much a time where you have to refine a lot and kind of figure out well for this particular return at 27 it's it's like your initiation into adulthood you know okay. you kind of figure out what you want to do how you want to be who you want to be around those types of things and there's just a lot of changes that sometimes you're not ready for but you just have to lean into them and let it happen Wow. So, yeah, that's pretty much what it was. I didn't know that. Maybe yes. that's why 28 was actually better mm -hmm. because then I was kind of like coming out of that gook. Yeah. Because 27 was a little gooky. Yes. And it lasts like really until you're 30, but I feel like the beginning of it, that's when like the storm is crazy. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. So, what was the storm like for you? <sighs> well, <laughs> it started with me getting cheated on. No. Yes. What? Yes. Yes. Okay. Who? Let me. We gotta. This is not. How, we gotta go beat someone up. Let's go. Come on. Oh my Fuck gosh. that. Uh -uh. So who? No. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we're yeah, gonna have to put so, some hands on someone later. <clears throat> so that's how it started. It started with me getting cheated on, and then um, I was also working on becoming a personal trainer. Yeah. So I was studying a lot, actually being trained myself with a trainer, just a lot of new things that I wasn't used to, you know, going through heartbreak and trying to create a new career was the weirdest thing. Cause it's like, I'm driven to start this new life for myself. But at the same time, I just want to sit and cry. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And you're trying to like work through those things with your identity. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, I, that's crazy that you also bring that up. We were literally just talking yesterday with a few girls about cheating because of the Ariana Grande situation. Oh my God. And I mean, not to like, you know, bring up like celebrity gossip, right. but like it, mm. it, it, it's like a crazy situation. It's so publicized. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, I'm sorry. If a woman holds my baby and then sleeps with the man I had that baby with, you're gonna be Ariana Gonde. Okay. Like, what? Six feet under. I mean, <laughs> like, and both parties, I mean, the guy are guilty. Like, 
me and the me and the kid will just move on. We're gonna have a great life. Like, wish you the best. Thank you. Goodbye. Like, it's, I it's, it's, it's it's disgusting. Honestly, it really is because. I know our generation, I we like to have the side chicks and the side pieces and all that kind of stuff. We like to glorify that. But why? I, don't, I, I, I have no idea. I don't know. I'm real old school, so I can't tell you why. I'm so old but school. I'm so old school. But I don't think people realize just how badly they hurt others when they betray them like that. Like, you really just completely obliterate someone's trust in yeah. another person. Like, yeah. And you just make them feel so low. Like, why would you ever want to make someone feel like that? I don't get it. it and then, like, you know, a whole ass affair. Like, people make mistakes. Right. I don't want to sit here and be judgmental. Right. Like, everyone goes through stuff. Like, but, I mean, something to continue like that. something and be in a relationship, but then, like, be developing other feelings for someone, like, that's just not a good place to be in and it it means there just needs to be so much more like self-reflection mm. like what do you want in life and like you know you have another person that that affects so I'm so sorry you had to deal with that it's, you know what it's it's all good because that that needed to happen because that person was not good for me mm -hmm. and I was so in love that the most extreme thing needed to happen for me to let them go. Yeah. So I could, you know, just get back onto the path that I'm supposed to be on. Yeah. You know, it was one of those canon moments, as they are saying. As you feel me? Like the kids say, it's a canon moment. Canon moment. You know, yeah. so it's something that it was very unfortunate, but it needed to happen. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, how did you find out? I'm psychic. You just knew. You had the gut I'm feeling. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm really spiritual. Yeah. Like, and I'm extremely spiritual. Like, I I feel things. I see things. So just don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. Don't keep things from me because I'm going to dream about it. I'm going to I'm gonna find out about it. I'm going to feel it somehow. And it's I can't even explain the feeling. It's just a knowing. But I remember I woke up one day and I was like, he's lying to me. Something's, something's not right. He's lying to me. And like, I questioned him, asked, and nope, didn't say anything until we ended up breaking up like maybe three months after I had questioned him. Mm -hmm. And then that's when the truth came out. And I was like, it took you three months to tell me. And we were living together. Like you came home to me every day and looked at me in my face and lied to me, slept in my bed and lied to me. It was cr it was insane. He's a psycho. If you see this, you're a psycho. What? Sid. <laughs> I I just like want to like a whole I'm like I I'm going to give you a hug after this podcast cuz I didn't know all that. But like No one did. No one knows. So this is you got the exclusive, you got the exclusive. scoop girl. You got I, the exclusive. But that hurts. And I just though I've seen you, you know, online mm. and like in person at events and stuff and you're such a radiant human being. Thank and you. for someone to hurt you <laughs> of all fucking people? I mean the human decency lately, we need to review what we're doing yeah. as a society because yeah. like I do, it's, it's really, I don't know if it's a pandemic thing or like the kind of la lackadaisical approach to our relationships in general. Mm -hmm. But I mean, for me, like I am very much a monogamous person. Yes. 
And Same. I really want, I'm, and I'm a Taurus. And so I like building he a relationship. He was a Taurus. Shit. Taurus men suck. They do. They really, Pisces men and Taurus men oh my have something going on. I'm sorry. I, I, if this is one of you, I'm sorry. I don't know if a lot of men even really listen to this podcast. Right, right. <laughs> but oh if you're gosh. a Pisces man or a Taurus man, there it's. it doesn't mean you have to be a bad person or you're going to end up a bad person. It just means that you have certain qualities that maybe you need to keep in check. You and need to do some extra work to be a good person. <laughs> You need to put in a little bit more work than the rest of us. <laughs> Who would you say are the most toxic men astrologically? Oh, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all 12 signs, honey. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm kidding. But I would say for me personally, uh, Tauruses, they definitely are. Ugh, yeah. Taurus, Pisces as well. Um, and then I got to say the Sagittarists. There, there's a reason why they call them Sagittarists. There's a reason. It's not the first or second time I've heard that. So, so. yeah, definitely those three for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Ah, so what did you do to start getting back to yourself after that? Well... First, I had to do probably the hardest thing ever, which was allowing oops, allowing myself to break, like just completely. Oof. Because as you know, like you said, I'm this happy, radiant person, and I don't like for anyone to see me not like that. And so in order for me to, you know, get back to who I was, I had to let myself just completely shatter. And take as much time as I needed to, you know, let the pieces come back together. And it was hard. Like I spent, I would say most of 27 crying. Like <laughs> if I did anything at 27, I cried like so, so much, <laughs> so much, so many tears. I could feel God knows how many pools with the tears I cried at 27. Um, so but you're the reason for all like the global warming and flooding. I'm so and sorry, stuff you like guys. That. It that was, was my you. fault. It was me. It was all my tears. I'm it's sorry. Your tears. You're the one who's raising the water. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry, guys. It was an accident. No, it's a terrible joke. <laughs> I apologize. But it's funny though. I so. look. I feel that. But the release of crying. It's beautiful. Like I really. I tell everyone like, yo, just. Cry, I cry love crying. For, for whatever. If you're happy, cry. You're sad, just frustrated. Let it out because it's literally a physical release. It's how our body regulates mm -hmm. ourselves. Like just let it out. You yeah. know, you'll feel so much better. And that's that's what I had to do. Um, and it also kind of forced me to lean on my parents a lot more mm -hmm. because I didn't feel so comfortable sharing what I was going through with everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, I told my real close friends about it and they were great, but um, it was like, I, I had to tell my mom, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, you call, you call your mom and it's like, she's like, how are you? And you're like, I'm fine. And she's like, no, for reals, how are you? And, and then, then it's just, just the floodgates just come open and, I, because I hadn't told them that I had gotten cheated on. I just told them that, you know, we broke up because I really be trying to save people, you know, because my mm -hmm. family, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> my family is crazy. And the men in my family were not happy to hear 
that I got hurt. So they're going to come with me after this and we're going to, okay, cool. <laughs> got to team them. They were not happy. <laughs> and so I really don't like to tell the full story yeah. just to save people. Of course. And so in that moment, because I just broke, I had to tell her. And it was, I would say that kind of made me and my mom a lot closer. Because like we, our relationship, like I feel like most you know, girls and their moms, it's it's a little bit difficult sometimes, you yeah. know? And I think that when you become an adult, you can really kind of understand your mother as a woman mm-hmm. and your relationship just changes a lot yeah. and you're able to talk about things that you weren't able to talk about when you were younger. Yes. And so that really just kind of like ushered in a new season for us to where I feel like I could just tell her whatever, whenever, whereas... When I was a teenager, oh, bruh, I wasn't telling my mom shit. What? <laughs> I'm avoiding communication at all costs, you know? But now, I'm an open book. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And it makes me think about, um, you know, the bar. I haven't seen the Barbie movie yet. Me neither. Really? But I want to go see oh, it. Yeah. Same. And I have been, like, emotionally assaulted every time I go on TikTok. I can't go on TikTok right now or else I will start crying. It's all these yeah. audios that are like, now feel. And with some like, you know, text and stuff and some like whimsical music about like womanhood and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> like, I can't take it. But there is oh this, um, there's these two things that I've seen that have really like, I, I can't believe you're like also having this moment mm-hmm. because there was this one and it it talks about like when we were girls together or something. And it, I know, I know, I know. Already? like, And it's just like, there's like this double meaning. And I didn't know this and maybe you know more about it, but I guess like women, ha- I'm trying to like scientifically say this right, correctly. Right, right. Um, like we're born with all the eggs I guess we're yeah. ever gonna have. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a son or daughter, they're with you the whole time. Yeah. And so it's like when we were girls together, and it's because you're a girl with your mom when you're... And I just Stop! Was like, ah! I'm gonna cry. Oh I my know. Gosh. And so it's been like all that content on TikTok whenever I go on, because of course I engaged with like one thing. Right, and so now it's all they're showing you. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I just show me anyone like, Twerking, right. comedy routine, Something. anything else. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Because I cannot cry anymore. Yeah, no, I had to really just tailor my my For You page to not show me too much because I don't like spoilers. And people on TikTok, they will spoil the fuck out of everything. Seriously. And so I had to really just tailor it to where I'm not seeing anything Barbie right now, thank God. But if I go on Twitter, it's everywhere on Twitter. That's beautiful. So, and you're or so- is it X now? I don't even I'm gonna call it Twitter I'm calling it Twitter it's Twitter forever always once like Elon Musk and all of that situation cleans itself up you know it'll be Twitter again and so I'm just holding out hope for that moment yes but back to what you were mentioning I do think a lot of moms and daughters struggle through their teenage years yes and I find that fascinating like I also really you know struggled with my mom through that time and there was so much stuff that I put you know blame on her for and like you know just expected so much and then when you know she didn't meet those like ridiculous expectations Mm -hmm. that I made up (laughs) like what (laughs) and 
And like, what do we know at 15? What do we fucking nothing? I'm so, in like, hey, if you're a 15 year old, leave. This is Why not the are you, podcast. You're too for young you. to be too here. Too young to be here. I can't even. What? But yeah, also, 21. respect your mother before you go. I <laughs> mean, because I promise you, the relationship as soon as you can start building it can be so beautiful. Yes. And I totally agree with you. There was definitely a point in time where I, you know, started calling my mom more and really trusting her more mm-hmm. and becoming, you know, I, I don't want to say friends, like friends though, yeah. but like in a different way. And it was just this completely different bond. And like, even before we started filming, I was literally on the phone with my mom right. being mm-hmm. like, okay, I want to come home. Right. <laughs> right. I miss you. I miss you and I'm homesick. <laughs> And so, you know, it's so cool that it can evolve to that. And if anyone is dealing with, you know, any parental issues, just know there's always evolution to be had. Mm -hmm. And, you know, no matter what that is for you. Um, But I just I do find a lot of women have complicated mother daughter relationships in their teenage years. It's it's the hormones. Truly. It's the hormones. We're going through so much and we think we know everything Mm -hmm. and no one can tell us shit at that age, you know? And I think once we get older, life smacks us around a little bit and we realize like, okay, um, I was wrong. Yes. You start to have such an understanding. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What was your mom, you know, like when you were younger? Was she like kind of a, an everywhere mom? Was she go get, was she a go getter? Was she at home? Like, so... I feel like I was raised like super, super different than most people because I have older parents. Mm -hmm. Um, My mom was 40 when she had me. My dad was 42. Mm -hmm. And so they were well established into their careers. My mom was a stay at home mom. Yeah. Um, Up until I was in like third grade, she decided to go back to work just because she wanted to. And yeah, she was just kind of always there, like always around. Like whenever I had a school field trip, she was there mm-hmm. you know anything extracurricular she was there um so I'm very grateful that she was around yeah but she was very strict that's what it was she was mm. very strict um definitely very sheltering um uh, my parents are also extremely religious my dad's a pastor and so just growing up in that household everything was just yeah, you, you. My parents did not fuck around. Yeah, at all. Um, you followed the rules. You did what you were told. You know, you didn't talk back. You didn't do anything bad. Just you know, you were just a good kid. Mm-hmm. You were seen and not heard too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, just real old school upbringing. But I feel like I was definitely the kid that. What do you call it? I don't want to call myself the black sheep, but definitely the different one of the family that comes along and just kind of like changes everything because mm-hmm. we're not supposed to be living like this. Like yeah. this is it, right? We're not supposed to be just all so super strict and rigid and like not enjoying life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was the one that came to disrupt the whole flow of the family for sure. <laughs> um, especially when I started like working in cannabis. Yeah, that I was about was, to say that must have been a real disruptor. Oh yeah, that was like, what the fuck? <laughs> My daughter's a drug dealer. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, that yeah. probably made the relationship a little bit more interesting as well. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was it was weird for a little bit. 
But how are they feeling now around it? Oh, they saw me making money. They're like, do that shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Give me some CBD while you're at it. Mm-hmm. Does CBD help both of them? They love topicals because my dad has arthritis in his knee. Oh, wow. And so he loves Poppin' Barkley. Okay. That's That's been his shit for years. What a... That's so dope. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. <laughs> so you really are like eliminating the generational trauma oh yeah all of it all of it like i even told themselves told my parents about themselves uh last year because i felt like when i was growing up i couldn't express myself emotionally and i'm a cancer and so i'm super emotional and i have three actually have three cancer placements so what I'm super just watery and emotional and I felt like I could never just safely express myself as a kid or as a teenager mm-hmm. and um I told them that last year and I'm like because I felt like they were starting to judge me a little bit more again yeah. and you know Christian people can be like that sometimes no never and so and so <laughs> I I told them I was like look I love you guys so much I respect you but you need to do the same for me like you can't be judging my lifestyle yeah no like I need you to just hold space for me Mm -hmm. just genuine open space no judgment no nothing just listen to me Mm -hmm. you know like let me actually open up to you guys because if I can't do that I'm just not I'm not gonna come around that much anymore yeah you know like and I think that was the moment for them to be like oh shit let me let me get my act together a little bit but I also gave them grace because I know that their parents how they were raised the emotional thing it it wasn't super important like Mm -hmm. what was important was the fact that they had a roof over their head and they had food on the table like they, they were well taken care of you know the emotional all that shit it wasn't like really a thing you know and then you factor mental health into the picture that really wasn't talked about you know until I came along right and I know that a lot of my family has their own mental health problems that they probably will never discuss because Mm -hmm. there's a huge stigma around it in our community yeah so yeah no I definitely came and I'm like we got to talk about everything yeah all the hard shit yeah everything because I'm not going to continue this cycle. I refuse. I'm obsessed with that. And especially because I, I was raised very Catholic. Oh, okay. So and you so get that's it. why I was like, yeah. I'm allowed to say stuff about Christians. <laughs> you get I, it. Yeah. You me. get it. I am one. And literally, yeah. I guess I identify as one. I don't, I don't know if I've ever actually like said that. As mm-hmm. I like hear myself, I'm like, am I? <laughs> but um yeah, I I grew up Catholic and you know, it is very You sweep it under the rug. Yeah, you don't talk about it. And you just don't talk Mm -hmm. about it. And I remember growing up, you know, it was anytime there was a problem, it was so hush hush and it was never discussing it and learning from it. Mm -hmm. It was like, how do we make this go away as fast as possible? And, you know, no offense, like, I know some, fa- I don't want family members to hit me up after this and be like, um, I heard you saying <laughs> shit about our family. Um, okay. Cause like, you don't <laughs> fucking know. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> now it's so cool. Cause I'll talk to my grandma and I'm learning the tea just like, just two weeks ago, my grandma told me something and I'm still like, 
Oh my I never gosh. knew that was happening. Right. And yeah. so, you know, I really love that we have this evolution of being able to share because I truly believe that's how you learn. Mm -hmm. Like if addiction runs in the family, I don't know, maybe you should like talk about that a little bit more. And like, because then I'm wondering why, like I had a tobacco addiction, had no idea why, guess what? It runs in the family. Found that out like two months ago. No way. I was also I was also heavily addicted to cigarettes and um, family members also were. Yeah. I was aware of that as a kid, but again, like I it doesn't know. really like hit you, yeah. you know, like that. Oh, this could be passed on, or this mm-hmm. could be like a thing that you know I picked up from somebody that I didn't even realize it, you know, subconsciously. Yeah. yeah. So I just it's it's been such a learning experience, and while part of it is you know. I, it's labor. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I do. Truly. Yeah. It's literally work. Mm-hmm. And it can be exhausting yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Like, it's definitely work and it's exhausting, but it's so worth it, you mm-hmm. know, because I think about, I don't have kids yet, but I do want to have children at some point. Just what this work is going to do for them. Wow. You know? That's beautiful. That's generational wealth. It, that is yes. generational wealth. Yes. Truly. Truly. Oh my God. Completely. Because you are like laying the foundation, Mm -hmm. but you're also fixing the pipes. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. All that. Mm -hmm. So something I want to, um, not completely switch topics, but I feel like another way that you have dealt with trauma and like worked on this release and especially that guy, um, (laughs) (laughs) fuck him I'm so mad for you I know so but what I love is that you've had this incredible journey of growth and another thing I've been watching you do is become like the next uh fitness guru (laughs) and you're gonna be training the best looking people the fittest people in the world I'm gonna literally look on like TMZ one day and it's gonna be like so and so Brad Pitt was seen with his new trainer I'm putting it out there (laughs) oh I'm here for it yes all right tell us tell us what's been happening so yes as you said I pretty much decided to become a personal trainer. Um, That was actually something I decided April of last year, 2022. And I just wanted to have a career outside of content. Mm -hmm. You know, I love what I do. It's so much fun. But I know that this isn't the end all be all for me. And it also doesn't fulfill my soul the way I need it to. You know, like it's not my actual purpose. It's a part of it. But it's not the main thing, you Mm -hmm. know, and I really had to kind of sit with myself and go back to childhood and remember like the things that I really just loved doing as a kid. And I was an athlete, like I played sports, I was in gymnastic, I danced, played basketball, I ran track, I did it all. And it just made sense to go back to that in a way, you know, not playing sports anymore, but just go back to fitness Mm -hmm. because moving my body has always just made me feel good and look good, but you know, just really made me feel good. And, um, I figured, you know what, why not? Like, let me just commit to this, like Mm -hmm. actually commit. 
And so I, I did it. I actually have two, uh, little, little, I'm high. (laughs) (laughs) High as fuck. I actually have two certifications. Um, one is the first one I got through my trainer. He was a professional power lifter crazy swole guy um actually had the world record for bench press for like what? a while yeah that's so cool yeah he benched like 1300 pounds just is yeah. that I'm, i literally was about to ask the dumbest question i was like is that physically possible fucking clearly um yeah, it, yeah. but what yes it's insane and i've seen him do i've seen him do 1280 and it's really crazy to watch it's in it's there's like 10 plates on each side of the bar i'm completely mind blown right it's, now it's it's insane i didn't even know the bar could fit that many plates <laughs> i'm literally trying to Im- i mean like his it's whole body must be like shaking or it like i don't know no like, i mean he's been doing this he's like, he's like no his, he's he doesn't his, even look like he's lifting anything bro he's <laughs> in his 50s now and he's still doing it but he was doing this since he was like 18 wow 17 so he's been doing this his his entire life okay so yeah he yeah and he owns the gym that i work out at and he certifies trainers and since day one of me working out at his his gym he's been trying to get me to be a trainer Mm -hmm. he's like i see you he's like just come come do it like just invest in yourself and so i finally gave in and he trained me for three months oh my gosh probably the hardest three months of my life Jesus Christ. Um, and then for three months, I shadowed him and watched him train people. And then for another three months, I trained his people and he corrected me and made sure I was doing everything right. And so I had a good amount of in-person training, which was great. I love that. Um, but I needed like the book smarts because mm-hmm. like, that's just how I am. I gotta be well-rounded. Yeah. And so I decided to also get my certification through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Okay. And so, and that's like uh, NCAA accredited. Uh, you can work at any gym with this certification. You know, it's like the wow. standard certification okay, cool. to get pretty much, you know? And so I decided to take that course and I started it in January and finished uh, I'm like, what month are we in? We're in August now. Oh my God, we're in August. Oh my God. I know, we're in August. That just tripped me up. Um, we are in August. <laughs> I finished it on June 27th. I passed my exam and officially became a NASM certified personal trainer. So I have two certifications now and I'm training clients. I've already trained people, so that's already been a thing I've been I've been doing. Yes. Um, and I love it and I just want to continue and grow it and like you said just be like this amazing maybe i don't know about celebrity trainer I know, but, I'm like, but, or like, <laughs> but i definitely want to work with some incredible people mm-hmm. you know um because i just i love helping people you know it's, yeah i love seeing people grow and helping them do that and it's just it's so amazing to watch someone come into the gym like not knowing what to do mm-hmm. and then we finish you know our four month you know session or whatever however long they're with me and they're a completely different person like it's wow it's beautiful you know like it makes me want to cry <laughs> that's such a beautiful transformation because yeah. you did that for yourself first of mm-hmm. all and now you can give that gift yep to others yes and i'm super inclusive when it comes to training like i'm here for my client Mm -hmm. you know whatever they want is what i'm gonna help them get like 
I'm not going to tell you how to do anything except for, you know, just do things correctly with mm-hmm. like right form. But as far as I'm not going to tell you to lose weight. I'm not going to tell you to yeah. you need to gain muscle. You need to do this. No, you tell me what you want. Yeah. And I'm just going to help you get there. But mm-hmm. that's such a, I feel like that's a really good approach. Yeah. I've done so many different workout classes mm-hmm. throughout my life. And I feel like there's been so many different trainers and like teachers. And some of them I really love. Mm-hmm. And some of them do kind of use like, I don't know, maybe kind of like a guilt approach almost. Yeah. And sometimes I do need that little kick in the I'm right. like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I should right. I let's get it into gear. Right. But sometimes I'm just like, look, I showed up. Right. No, and, <laughs> and honestly, that's that's great. That's enough because most people aren't doing that. Like you I know? barely got here. Most people aren't showing up. And sometimes just showing up is that's more than enough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you need someone yeah. to recognize that and still applaud you for that yeah. but also push you when you need to be pushed mm-hmm. and that's what I like to do I, I'm i wondering mm-hmm. do any of your clients smoke weed? Um, a couple of them do yes. yeah? and I actually so the last client I had she just graduated um, she was with me for like six months, mm-hmm. um, but she reached her goal. And so now I'm like, you can go off into the wild. If you need me, I'm still here, you know, if you want to come back. But, you know, she's on her own for now. Um, I actually gave her a little goodie bag um, to, to say goodbye. Stop. Yes, I gave her a little oh goodie my, bag. That is the cutest <laughs> and, thing. And I filled it with um, a couple of vapes, um, a little pre-roll, some, um, some CBD, you know, topical, you know. That is so just, cute. Just a little, because, you know, we get so much stuff. Mm-hmm. I have so much stuff at the house. I'm like, man, I can't use all of this. So let me mm-hmm. just gift this to everyone who I, I can gift it to. Yeah. So, like, all of my clients have gotten something from me. Whether it's, like, a topical or a joint mm-hmm. or something, they've, yeah. Everyone's gotten something from me. What a nice <laughs> combination of you know, the things you love in life. Yeah. I I just want to combine cannabis and fitness, you know, Mm -hmm. really show the world that stoners are not lazy. And I feel like we've been beating those allegations for a while now. I agree. But I feel like having someone who's an actual trainer Mm -hmm. and be like super heavy into the cannabis space. Yeah. At the same time, that's the perfect like poster child for like yo stoners are active as fuck what do you mean like yeah some of the most active people i know smoke speaking of poster child your photos <laughs> were the ones where you're at the gym <laughs> yes, and yes, you're smoking yes. you look i was like quadruple tap <laughs> like you. They, you fucking crushed <laughs> it you. i'll put them up in the video yes, here so, thank you yes that i was, was like fuck yes yeah i yeah so each year on my birthday i have to do a photo shoot that's like a thing mm-hmm. and i just knew that that's what i wanted to do i'm like i have to combine the two things that i love especially you know going into this new chapter of my life what better than to do a photo shoot at my gym, which I love, smoking, you mm-hmm. know? It's yeah. Perfect. Ugh. You and it, all- yeah, and it took like less than 30 minutes. Yeah. Like we got okay. in, we did it, we did it like at, I think we got there like at 11 and we finished at 11.30 p.m. One take queen. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I mean, it's also um, with my photographer that I've been shooting with for 
years now. Mm-hmm. So like her and I, we always make magic together. Ah, oh, I literally, mm. my cheeks hurt from smiling. <laughs> I just like, that makes me so happy for you. Thank you. Okay, so for the stoner out there yes. who is always getting the munchies, what would you say are like your top foods, I don't know, three to five, that are like good snacks, mm-hmm. but like maybe not gummy worms or like it's gonna be kind of healthy for cra- you just yeah, a little bit kind of he- yeah, healthy like, a little bit nutritious a little bit nutritious a little bit. but still like you know gets that like hits the spot you're still yes. like yeah that's yes. good <laughs> um so as soon as you said that i automatically thought of hummus and um you could do hummus and you know the little pita bread or hummus and crackers hummus and veggies hummus and anything like i love hummus because i'm plant-based and so hummus has been a staple in my diet for a very long time and any kind you know the regular red pepper i prefer the red pepper um but yes hummus and anything is like top tier um and it has like protein so yeah, it's good for you. I'm trying to think what else. Um, what else do I eat? Because that's usually what I eat. I'm, no, I'm so... <laughs> You're like, I, I literally just eat hummus. <laughs> I eat like well, I eat like a bodybuilder now. Okay, of. and like, what is that? What do you mean? Super basic stuff and the same things every day. Like okay. real, real routine because I'm all about trying to get, you know, my the right macros and the, you know, the, like all, all my protein and like yeah. carbs and all that good shit. So that's kind of how I eat it's it's really boring these days but it gets me the results that I want um but it also helps because like I'm a little bit on the spectrum so is it boring or is it consistency consistency I would say to other people it's boring but to me it's it's perfectly fine so what would you have what do you have for breakfast every day eggs really I do I I just incorporated eggs back into my diet um like maybe in February just to get some more protein. Mm -hmm. And so I'll do some eggs and uh, sourdough toast. Okay. Because, you know, sourdough is good for your gut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, amazing. Yep. So someone is about to start a session with you. Yes. Would you, do you ever like recommend that they smoke or like have you ever had clients who smoke before the workout or do you recommend they smoke after the workout? It's totally up to them. Mm -hmm. Um, and it depends on, you know, the client and their tolerance level. Mm-hmm. A lot of my clients prefer to smoke after. Um, I did have one who he smoked before and he came in and he wasn't focused. And I was like, don't do that again. Don't, <laughs> don't, do not come here high again because you were not focused at all. And that's dangerous because I don't want you to hurt yourself, you know? So I'm like, don't do that. Just save it for afterwards. So if you can't handle it, just wait till after, you know, like it's, <laughs> it'll be there waiting for you. It's, it's a nice little treat. It's a reward. Yeah. You know, so. What do you, what do you typically do before and after a workout? Um, it really depends on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, usually when it's like something really heavy, like leg day, I usually wait till after to consume just because I lift really heavy when it comes to my legs. I think most women do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like to be focused and just be extremely sharp on leg day. Uh, when it comes to like my upper body, I'm in there chilling because like God, it's a blessing and a curse. God bless me with um, 
an extremely muscular upper body. So like just naturally. So I don't really have to like lift too much to get uh, toned on my, on my arms. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I lift too much, I look a little manly, just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I look like I'm a a body, you know, like not manly, but you know, like one of those bodybuilder women who just are extremely buff Mm -hmm. and are walking around like this. It's really easy for my, yeah. So I just, I be chilling on upper body day. Got it. So I'll probably go to the gym after this. Okay. Yeah. Like not like directly after this, but mm-hmm. you know, go home, get a little snack and then yeah. go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you go to the gym every day? I go to the gym four, t- four times a week. Okay. As long as I go four times a week, it usually doesn't matter which day. Um, I'm usually going the same days, but mm-hmm. I've been giving myself some grace lately especially with my birth month and all the festivities happening and because it's summertime you know I've been trying to just let loose a little bit you know I feel like I'm really on myself about a schedule and a routine Mm -hmm. most of the time um so I kind of allowed myself to relax a little bit the last you know month and a half or so it's been nice. nice and um so yeah I usually go to the gym like at five in the morning okay and, you know i've been letting myself go like at eight yeah you know it's been, okay you know, I, yeah. yeah it's been nice and this morning oh my gosh is it going down That's outside never happened before. i'm like is it going I know, down is that, the- is that it is it ah, oh my gosh not nah, because there was cops outside y'all there's mad cops there's a bunch of cops outside i was a little nervous because i was like i know i smell like weed um I know I did. And I was like, walk by them. I was like, hey, y'all, how y'all doing today? Okay. They're like, hey, miss, how are you? I'm like, it's a beautiful day. Yes. <laughs> Had to, you know, be innocent and whatnot. <laughs> you gotta be, because I know I smell like weed walking by them. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I usually go to the gym in the morning. And uh, like today, I was going to go to the gym this morning, but mm-hmm. I decided, you know what? I want to go in the evening. Like I never go to the gym in the evening time. And so I also want to see like who else comes to my gym, Mm -hmm. like in the evening. Cause it's a private gym. There's only like 150 members. Yeah. There's only so many of us. And I always see the same people in the morning. It's nice, but I want, I want to see, you know, who else is there? Yeah. Maybe there's some fine men. I don't know. You know, I'm single on the prowl. I love that. Okay. (laughs) Before we go, um two things yes one you haven't worked out in a minute you're out of your routine Mm -hmm. what is the best way to kickstart you know your fitness journey again if you've been out of it for a minute the first thing would definitely be to figure out what your goal is like just your overall goal of getting back into uh, getting back into the gym like are you trying to lose weight, gain muscle, just be active again, you Mm -hmm. know, really define that before you start. Because if you just go into the gym and you don't know what you're doing, you can just be kind of lost and confused. And it's good to go in there with a plan. You know, I feel like a lot of people have um, gym anxiety, which is super understandable because same, I used to as well. Um, But I feel like when you go in there with a plan, it definitely eliminates a lot of that anxiety for sure. Cause you know, okay, I'm here to 
you know, gain some muscle. So I know I need to work on my strength building. Let me like scope out and see where the, uh, the weights are, the free weights, the dumbbells, all that good stuff. Um, you know, let me just figure that out. Let me also, uh, go on Pinterest and Google some routines, some exercises, or just go on YouTube and, you know, watch some fitness influencers, something like that. Um, but just, you know, do a little research. So you go in there with a plan, you know, just don't go in there blind. Okay, mm-hmm. I love that piece of advice. Yeah. That's amazing. You know? Oh my fucking God. What is going on? I've never heard someone's car alarm go off right. this much before. Right. I swear to God, we're almost done too. <laughs> it's this full moon and all these Dude. retrogrades and it's like four retrogrades right Mercury now. Mercury is about to go into retrograde. Venus is currently in retrograde. There's some other planets that are square at each other. Um, if we just had the full moon, the South Node just entered uh, entered into Aries, and North Node entered into Libra, which is a flip of the nodes. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's astrologically. Crazy. Um, I don't know if you've seen all these celebs getting exposed. It's literally why I got a therapist. And the, <laughs> I was and, like, I need help. <laughs> and it's so funny. Everyone's like, astrology isn't real. But like, why is everyone that's getting exposed? Like, they all have Libra or Taurus placements. And right now, because Venus is in retrograde, all the Libras and the Tauruses are kind of going through it. Or they're, you know, glowing up because they were good people. Ooh. Like myself. Because I'm a Libra rising. So I was a good person for a very long time. So I'm, you know, getting my good karma now, finally. I have good things and bad things happening. So I guess I was an okay person. (laughs) (laughs) You also could have like some past life, you know, debt you gotta clear out or something. You know, this shit is so deep. Probably. Mm -hmm. For, my fucking God. Whoever's card is okay. I know, is it good? It's not gonna be, because I'm gonna go see (laughs) (laughs) And then not the universe be. will really give me some karma. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would not do anything bad right now if I was you, girl. Good mm-hmm. to know. You know, like, nah, real shit. Don't do anything. Okay. Be a pristine person for the, just, I mean, forever. But like, for, yeah. but, but like really for like the next for two For right months. now. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. Whew, me and my journal. <laughs> <laughs> it's between me, God, and my journal. <laughs> yes. And we'll leave it at that. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before the car alarm goes off again, one last thing before we go, Mm -hmm. who are you sending flowers to? To end this on on some good energy. On some good energy. Oh, man. She won't even see this, but I'm gonna send some flowers to my mother because she's incredible. I love you. Um, I'm like, I have to send this to her just separately because she's not on Instagram or any social media at all. I'll give her a little clip. Yeah. Uh, Sending flowers to my mother and, of course, the rest of my family, too, (laughs) because I love you guys. And I also want to send some very special flowers to my homegirl, Mac Dizzle. I know, this car alarm. Oh. Okay. So, (laughs) yes, I'm sending flowers to my mother because I love her so much and also the rest of my family, too. And also sending flowers to my homegirl, Mac Dizzle, because, yeah, she was probably one of the ones that really helped me get through that that rough time. I love that. Mm -hmm. I've seen her glass lately, too, and it's so cute. Super cute. But yeah, so cute. Shout out to her and the rest of my homegirls, too. But really shout out to you, Mac. Love you. I love that. Ah, what a I this has been a gorgeous episode it and has. I thank you so much for your time and your patience. Yes. 
Um, <laughs> I knew I knew it was gonna be crazy when I pulled up and there was helicopters outside. Like that was the, I feel like foreshadowing. The vibes lately have just been really okay. So like I don't feel like I've had necessarily bad things happening to me, mm-hmm. but like around I, there's you? just around me and yeah. kind of like chaos. Yes, like just kind of like chaotic yeah. things, and I'm like. Whew, Mm-hmm. like kind of like trying to like dodge it like yeah. literally talking in between a car alarm yeah literally <laughs> literally <laughs> there's yeah it's like i said there's a lot of things happening astrologically right now the so many retrogrades and the nodes switching and whatnot so yeah for the next few months mm-hmm. things are going to be kind of weird months um, plural <laughs> months um honestly <laughs> into like 2024 if i'm okay so but i'm not an astrologer um (laughs) but just the warning y'all just you know be safe out there treat others with kindness and love and respect i've been learning to check my ego at the door yes because i learned how much i've been acting out of ego yes because i'm talking to someone specific Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> That's been my mm-hmm. you know what? That has been my thing. Is like um is is the ego. Like, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. I was about to go on another tangent anyway. Thank you all for watching another episode of Send This Flowers. Sid, obviously we'll have to have you back yes. and talk about, you know, where we're at oh. in the universe, in the stars. Who and knows I'm, where I'm going to be at next year oh, this time, man. Who knows? I'm so excited to see. Yeah, we're going to have to have you back on for year three. Yes. Okay, we're putting it out there. We're going to manifest that. Yes, we are. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you again. So Thanks much for love having to you. Me. I'm sending you flowers. Sending you flowers, Liz. Yay. Bye. Bye.